0: Paratruth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on
1: KillerPodcast.com. The views and opinions of this show are directly those of the hosts and its guests. It does not reflect the opinions of its affiliates or its sponsors.
0: Christian and non-Christian paranormal investigators. They have two different views. And it seems as if neither of them can ever agree on anything. So what happens... When a mainstream view of the paranormal crosses paths with the Christian view, (laughs) something epic. This this is Paratroopers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Parachute Radio. My name is Eric,
1: and I'm Justin.
0: And today we decided to do well. We we, we kind of it was a last minute thing. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, we were supposed to have a guest on today to talk about chakras, as we have told you. Uh, I think last week we had mentioned it. Right. Uh, unfortunately some stuff happened there and she has to take care of family things. So we're wishing her and her family the best, um, praying for them. Uh, but hopefully she'll join us another time in the future sooner than later. It would be great. Cause we'd love to hear about this chakra thing. Um, but nonetheless <laughs> life happens, you know, and it's, it's, it's difficult, uh, especially for her right now. So anyway, we decided last night, which is the night before we were recording this, um, that maybe we would talk a little more about UFOs. I know we've talked about aliens and UFOs a lot on this show, and we're going to continue to because of basically why we're having this episode today. Uh, There are more and more sightings every single year. And the question is whether or not there's going to be a time in which the government pretty much comes forth and just lets the entire cat out of the bag. Now, We know that the government has kind of given a little bit of leeway here and there. They've bent a little. Uh, They've released some files this past year regarding UFO sightings. Uh, But can we get more? And do we think that there's a chance we're going to basically just be delivered this news? Like, hey, we're not alone in the universe. Uh, And I think that's what we're going to really talk about here. So. I don't. I mean, first of all, like, what, what are your thoughts on this subject matter?
1: Well, the reason I really wanted to do this is, like I said to you yesterday, again, I saw something that I can't really say was anything in particular. It was just an unidentified aerial phenomenon, I believe is what they're calling it now, UAP. Um, mm-hmm. We know it as UFO. Uh, But I was just looking in the sky, saw this thing flying with one blinking light, one solid light, Um, thought it might be a helicopter or something. Uh, I saw it start flying uh, towards the the east and um, all of a sudden it just stopped and started hovering and couldn't explain. I mean, a helicopter can hover, but it was just... It was just sitting there. It wasn't moving, wasn't doing anything. Um, So that really raised the question for me, like, are we ever going to get full disclosure or first contact, especially with in our lifetimes, yours and I's lifetimes? um, Because there have been so much things that have been coming up. Uh, one article that I came across and, and it wasn't from a full reputable source, so I don't know how uh, accurate it is. Um, so I didn't even really look at it too much, but it, there was an article that said in uh, it was published in 2018 and that there was a reduction in UFO sightings. And now we've gone into 2020, 2021, um, now 2022 and we're seeing an increase again of UFO sightings. And you and I have postulated multiple times about well, you know, maybe it's because people are actually going outside again after being quarantined in 2020. Um you know, people are looking up into the sky more or going camping or whatever it is. Um so it it bothers me that in 2020 that we don't even have a solid answer. Or at least a somewhat answer, even though the government is releasing documentation uh, saying, yes, there are these unidentified aerial phenomenon. We can't say it's ours. We don't know what it is. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, But we've we've heard through our circles that, you know, we we've we have Area 51, Uh, you know, we've had the Roswell, New Mexico, 1947 UFO crash. multiple other things, uh, alien abduction cases, other people saying that there were other, uh, UFO crash sites and all this other stuff. So I decided to just kind of look at a couple of articles to just kind of like wrap my head around. Do, do we even think that there's going to be something like that? Um, but I, I guess first, what are your first opinions? Do you think that, um, do you think that there is like enough evidence to the, the, what we'll call rumors that we have already had contact that there are UFOs, stuff like that?
0: Um, I mean, you know, it's, it, it's hard to say, obviously there's a lot of conspiracy here. And so all we're left with is, uh, speculation. um, you know, I, I think there's a chance that there has been first contact. We there have been discussion that during the forty-seven Roswell incident that there were aliens, quote unquote, found deceased in the area. Uh, so I would imagine they would have taken those for autopsy or whatever else, and maybe some of them weren't even fully dead. So who knows? Um, <clears throat> I think if there's any information on whether or not there has been first contact. Uh, I think it goes so deep into the government, even the shadow government or something like that, because we see military personnel coming forward, forward, uh, even this past year, stating the evidence that they found, not that it was alien, but that they were seeing things they could not explain. And the military, the government came forth and said they can't explain it either. Uh, So we know that there's at least set in the military branches uh, and even in government branches, which are maybe closed off to the full truth of classified in yeah. this universe. Right. Um, and that's assuming that there actually is some sort of classified evidence stating that yes, extraterrestrial creatures do exist and they visit us regularly. Uh, I know there's a lot of question or speculation as to why they would visit us. Um, and that's something I think we'll get into here tonight for sure. One thing I do want to bring up, though, is like this idea of, you know, you said 2018. There's kind of like a, a drop off in UFO sightings. Same, I believe, right. in 2019. Uh, but they picked up again in 2020 and 2021. Why is that? And, you know, if extraterrestrials exist and if they are, uh, are um, as, I can't think of the word right now, but like as, as uh I guess brilliant as mindworthy advanced. as they are. Advanced as advanced as they are. Uh, perhaps they're coming here due to the pandemic to study the case of um whatever. I mean, it could be biological warfare, it could be uh how something like a virus spreads amongst humans. You know, it's it's more scientific on their part as opposed to anything else. Yeah, you know, I know there's been discussion and in the Facebook post today, actually that you had posted as to why extraterrestrials would come and not help us with things. If they, you know, if they're a higher advanced civilization and no different than human beings looking over animals, they don't always protect some of the creatures. They just study them and their habitats. And if they die away, they want to study and find out why, how that works, what do they do? It's very possible that they're so advanced. They just don't care. We're minuscule to them. Uh, And they're just here to study, to see, let's see you know why or how they end up killing themselves off basically uh the other thing to consider is that these extraterrestrials were here once upon a time in the past and this goes into more of a biblical nature and of course the Ancient archaeology of Egypt and things like that, in which these space beings or uh, the Nephilim were around in those days, these hybrid demon or angel human things, uh, they very well could have split off. We know that Nephilim existed after the flood, uh, and there's plenty of evidence that showed these entities coming and going from Earth in Egypt, um, in in Egypt's studies. So it's possible that they do exist, maybe originated here and then ended up leaving and spend their time out in space, traversing and learning about the universe or going back and forth between dimensions. Who knows? We don't know exactly what that even entails, but, right. you know, I, I think there's a number of possibilities here.
1: Well, and I, I'm going to mention him just because he's a friend of the show, Brian um, Anderson, head brought up the fact, well, you know, we we are ki- not just killing ourselves, we're killing our own planet. And w- why would they come here? And ju- just pure speculation, I'm not saying that this is true, but maybe we. how many pandemics or epidemics have we had throughout the history of, of humanity as we know it today? Um, what if extraterrestrials are using Earth as like you're saying a scientific experiment they send these different viruses to earth via comet uh, a meteor whatever um and then catalog the results or how we handle it right
0: well and the other thing is too to consider because Maybe they're not even here to study us. Maybe there's a certain resources here on earth that they need in order to continue to, to uh, either to live or to allow their mechanisms, their, their ability to trans, uh, to transverse. Uh, Maybe their ships use special resources located on earth. You know, there's a lot of evidence that points to the idea that these, at least some of these spacecraft or UFOs hover around oceans or, great bodies of water that they come in and out of the water you know there's been various videos that people have taken showing some odd object coming up out of the water and shooting straight into the sky uh, what does that mean does that mean there's some sort of uh you know like a, a, another life source at the center of the earth or under the oceans or could these these ships be taking on salt water kelp using coral who knows like what minerals can right. exist uh that maybe help in in the overall i, I guess fuel of, of transportation or how the ship is built Who kn- i don't know you know it's just
1: because <laughs> to think well about. i mean then you you kind of get into the whole hollow earth theory and stuff like that um and just like we talk about like with bigfoot uh loch ness monster all, all these different creatures that we talk about and how we can't find true evidence of them, meaning, uh, bodies, uh, uh, fecal matter, all that kind of thing. Um, maybe there is a, a, some kind of civilization within the earth because just like forests and the ocean, um, we haven't explored inside of our earth as much as we probably could. Um, I don't know if we should because the the danger is there, but, um, there, there is that possibility too, right? So, well, and I'm glad you brought up the the articles that came about in uh, last year because that was one of the one of the articles I found from CNN is about the government UFO report is the product of years of military infighting over whether to take sightings seriously. And this was an article that was back in on June 16th of 2021. So they, they talk about members of the House Intelligence Committee, which I've never heard of that term before. So I, I don't know if this committee has been around a very long time or what. But they talk about how the Pentagon was briefing Congress on the different UAP sightings. um, And CNN was surprised by the fact that the Pentagon was starting to be so open with Congress and with um, the public as a whole as well. Um, They had met for an entire day, I believe, maybe it was even a couple of days, and they went over these documents that they kind of sort of released to the public. Never, like I said, never knew that there was like a committee growing or, uh, in place about intelligence, um, house intelligence that could (laughs) obviously mean multiple things. Of course, doesn't mean necessarily it's a committee about intelligences outside of the human, um, race but right. there had been a bunch of different videos that were brought about to uh, something that, I don't know if you've ever seen this video. It's not in this article, but uh, the video of something that is pulling, I don't know if it's energy or, or, or um elements off of the sun but you see this thing sort of hovering by the sun and then it pulls what looks like a a trail of the sun's uh magma or, or plasma or whatever into it and then takes off have you ever seen that video yeah i have okay what do you what do you think about that
0: again i mean it's just i mean it, it, possible i mean it, it could be real i mean depending on how advanced these civilizations, I guess, are these, these beings, you know, they very well could have figured out that the sun has such a dense and powerful uh, energy source that they can convert it into, I mean, solar energy, basically um, that would last much longer than fuel. Only in this case, instead of taking just light from the solar energy, they're actually pulling the plasma uh, and creating their own mini star, within their fuel cells
1: or you know engines could be well something that i've heard just from like watching things from nasa and stuff like that or other other scientists talking about it that is that our sun is a very young sun in comparison to some of the other suns that have solar systems around them out there Mm -hmm. maybe it's to study that as well because wherever they're from their sun is not as young and it's not as small compared to Sol.
0: I mean, yeah, I suppose that could be a reason. I mean, it, it's—I don't know. It's kind of weird. I guess it's hard to uh, fully fathom exactly why they would need actual energy from the sun in order to study the sun. Uh, you know, you th- you would think just like telescopes are or something like that would be more than enough to kind of understand its history, seeing various sunspots and whatnot, to, to understand the age. Um, Cause obviously, I mean, I think studying the sun, at least in our limited knowledge of the universe and of right. stars, uh, you know, you're not going to find a young sun and necessarily learn of a way to reverse the structure of another sun in order to keep it from imploding and dying right that, i mean it's it's inevitable it's going to die uh, so what would be the point of studying it other than just yes i mean knowledge but right. again how far does that knowledge actually take you i think, I think there's a limit on that and my limited understanding <laughs>
1: Well, that's just it. Maybe it is, like you're saying, our limited understanding. <laughs> the other article I, I had kind of saw and it kind of sparked an interest in me was a article from Smitho- Smithsonian Magazine uh, entitled Ready for Contact. Humans have searched for extraterrestrials. This is the subtitle. Life for more than a century. What will we do when we find it? So they, they kind of talk about you know how hum, humanity, there are more people that believe in aliens now. I believe it's one in four, and it's in this article, that believe that extraterrestrials or life outside of Earth does exist. But one of the biggest points in this article that I think is very true, most of our knowledge of I shouldn't even say knowledge most of what we hear about for extraterrestrials is in fiction uh mm-hmm. or speculation or theory um they br- they bring up the the Roswell New Mexico crash area 51 um that's kind of where I was getting that from when I was talking about it earlier But uh, they talk about um, in 5th century BC, there was a Greek philosopher named Democritus, I believe is the pronunciation, who posited innumerable worlds of different sizes um, that would not all be devoid of life. 400 years later, a Roman poet, Titus Lucretius Charis, wrote, other worlds with different tribes of men, kinds of beasts. So multiple life, not just what we think of what life would be on other planets, meaning, um, humanoid. Um, there was a German astronomer in the 17th century, Johannes Kepler, which is, I believe he's a a very well-known astronomer. Uh, Wrote what a lot of people describe as the first science fiction story about a voyage to the moon in which travelers encountered encountered reptile like creatures. Uh, then there was the at the end of that century end of end of the century Dutch mathemati- mathematician Christian Hugens Hugens, and he wrote a book speculating on conditions on other planets and concluding that some of them must harbor life. Um, I think one that kind of hits more home for us today is the astronomer Percival Lowell, who was an American astronomer in 1894, had put his telescope facing Mars and um, had seen canals that he said could only have been done by an intelligent species. And that's where we kind of get the green men, the the Martian-type ideas from. Um, But the the other big part of this article that I found fascinating is that there is actually two broad forms of ideas on extraterrestrials. We have NASA and other governments uh, saying that It's more microscopic life um, that may and still exist on uh, other planets within our solar system, on moons and things like that. And then there's other scientists that are searching for signs of creatures a bit more like us, beings that may themselves be searching for other intelligent life forms. Um, Wasn't too long ago, I'm... Not sure if it was like a year or two ago where we were getting radio signals from a another solar system that were not of natural means. And we've had those before, but a lot of times they have finally narrowed it down to it just being from a... um a sun or or the collapse of a sun that that creates a black hole or um supernova that's the word i'm looking for so what do you think on that because i know you've probably seen those articles or heard about those instances
0: right um you know i i don't know i mean there's so much happening out in base that we don't understand. Um it's like I mean, there's there's so many things in the cosmos. Like it, it, there's black holes, right? And with all that energy that black holes are pulling in, and they're clashing and it could create, even though you know there's there's I don't know if it's it's not, I can't necessarily be fat because all we're using is telescopes and pictures to really document it. But right. the idea is that a black hole is so powerful that everything gets gets sucked into it, gets pulled in, and that's it. Nothing escapes it. Uh, But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's true, right? There could be various sounds uh, that do escape or result from it. Because not like some of these, uh, if you look at various galaxies where black holes exist or, or are prominent, you see some galaxies that are colliding together, creating a much larger galaxy, and when those galaxies, those planets, those stars merge, who knows what type of cl- like audio that that could create, what type of frequency? Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, we can't hear it from here, but our devices in space, or you know, whatever it is, our satellites are able to pick that up with their tremendous amount of of uh, sound capabilities. So, you know, it, it very well could be a natural explanation as to where these sounds are coming from. But I think we also Just as a curious species, kind of want to hope that it comes from somebody else. Because I think the reason why people believe aliens exist uh, is because they don't really want to feel like they're the only ones here in existence. You know, is this planet the only one in the entire universe that has any life on it? Uh, It's kind of a lonely thing to think about. And it's hard to say that that's true. You know, I I think it's so expanse to say that, yeah, it's, this is the only planet with existence. We haven't studied all the planets. You know, we haven't studied all the galaxies. We don't, we have an idea of how many galaxies there are, but we don't know. And we don't know what's in those galaxies. So who knows? I mean, it's hard to say.
1: Right. I mean, the universe is huge and we can't even get to the center of our own Milky Way galaxy let alone the other ones that are out there Um and there are a lot of people that say that I shouldn't say a lot there are a few people that say that there is life within our solar system but they're not intelligent enough to be reaching out we don't have the technology to be reaching out um a lot of people kind of speculate that there might even be um, primal intelligence or even just animals on moons like Titan. Um, I believe that's Jupiter's moon or Saturn. Yeah, I don't. Know. One of them. <laughs> One of them. Um, I can't. I think it's Jupiter's moon, Titan. Um. But there, there is that huge debate, too. Uh, not just microbial life, but animal uh, life. Um, or even primates, which, I mean, of course, are animals. But as you, all of you know, um, the, you know, the evolutionary theory of where we supposedly come from. Um, but I... You know me and TikTok, but I came across a movie that um, I had never heard of it before, and now I can't think of what the the gal said the title was. But um, there was there was a, a movie about extraterrestrials who come to uh, prehistoric Earth, find apes, and then mix their DNA with the apes that they've named Adam and Eve to create humanity. But then you look at also uh, the movie Prometheus, where the aliens came, uh, he destroyed his body so his DNA would bond with other DNAs and it created humanity. Um, so here is a uh, postulation for you, with so many movies, books, um, I think more so movies than anything, just because there is this whole... whole Conspiracy debate about Hollywood too. Do you think we're being fed these things to either a believe that these things have happened, or there's truths being fed into fiction that we don't know about, but people are trying to get the word out there without making it a what the government would call conspiracy theory?
0: No, I mean i I think there's they're not truths, but they're there's probably people's People, there, there's truths to a person th- in a personal expen- uh, extent. So, like, you personally have your own truths about the universe, what you believe is true. I have my own, but they may not coincide together or coexist. Uh, and, you know, you have people like J.J. Abrams, for example, who has done various uh, alien movies. And mm-hmm. he has even stated that some of those things are his own ideas of what might exist or how these things exist. Uh, and that's what a lot of these creators do. You know, they, they take, they, they read things, they see stuff, you know, HP Lovecraft uh, stories or, or, you know, even Stephen King stories, all that kind of stuff. They take it, they kind of create their own vision and idea, all the science they, you know, creators do research. It's not just, Oh, I got this off the top of my head. The majority of these people, whether they're writing whether they're filming stuff or painting or whatever, they're getting inspiration. And that inspiration comes from a number of research. So yeah, I, I think that there are truths by the person who is creating it, who want to kind of state their own ideas in whatever that media form is or art form is. Uh, but I do not think under any circumstance that there's somebody behind the scenes running it like the Illuminati or something shit like that uh i think that's ridiculous (laughs) oh the first cuss word of the show hey you know what (laughs) um you know so i think that's something yeah i i want to stay so far away from that because i think that's just so over the top ridiculous uh for somebody to be pulling strings in the background there's no point it's there's really no reason whatsoever uh so yeah a lot of the movies and stories that we see i think a lot of it is just made up fiction uh but i I think there are various belief systems involved in that fiction uh behind the artist's own personal ideas of what exists or doesn't exist and how it exists okay but i do think that because of that it kind of screws up everybody else who watches it because that those ideas manifest as our own ideas. And we start thinking about that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, we, we get this whole onslaught of various ideas and we end up at kind of in this position that we're at now. It's like, what is the truth? And the fact is we don't know.
1: Right. All right, folks, we're going to take our break here. You have been listening to Paratruth Radio uh, on Evergreen podcasts killerpodcast.com. We're going to hear Eric's Random Fact of the Day. Quick commercial, and we'll be right back with Paratruth Radio.
0: Now, Eric's Random Fact of the Day. Did you know that the word goodbye originated from the phrase, God be with you? According to Dictionary.com, the practice of saying goodbye goes back centuries. With first evidence of the interjection found around 1565... To 1575, it's a contraction of the phrase, God be with ye. In those days, people didn't have the means of communication we do today, and they often didn't know when or if they would see that person again when they parted. So they issued a sincere send-off, asking God to be with them until they met again. This was Eric's Random, Back to the Day. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Paratooth Radio. My name is Eric. And I'm Justin. And we have been talking about extraterrestrials and whether or not there's any real truth behind them. Do we do we think pe- that the government's going to come forth and tell us, hey, first contact has already been made? Or yes, these aliens do exist and we've seen them. We've got them on camera. We've had them in our, you know, in our um Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever they would take them. <laughs> <laughs> what would you call that? Like, I want to say there are rooms or, you know, because that's kind of weird, though, to say, oh, they're in our uh, room. Like
1: In the bunkers or area in the bunkers. Yeah. Or or
0: whatever. in some, you know, some holding cell or something. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I want to say yes. I, I think the fact that this past year, uh, there were a number of classified information that was declassified and shared to the public is a step forward. However, I don't think that's the government's way of saying, hey, here's the end of what we have and we're going to just share it because we feel good and nice or whatever. I think the reason they shared it is because there's so much pressure coming from the community of those who believe in aliens and want to know. Uh, and that is the community outside of the government and the military or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. They're getting so much pushback that they're like, okay, we need to give them something. So let's declassify this. And that'll hopefully appease them and we can go on with the real truths and keep that hidden. So with that said, I think what we need to do as a public, uh, as a unit, is to continue pushing and asking for more because we know there's more classified. They've said as much that there's more classified information that they haven't released. And I think that we have to continue to push for that in order for them to finally break. And the thing is this, one way or another, I hope it's in our lifetime probably probably won't be unfortunately i'm also a negativist so maybe it's just me being me <laughs> um but one way or uh, one way or another i think the information is going to come to light and i would suppose it probably be better for the government to come forth and share that information than for the aliens themselves to do it because if that happens then you're going to have a public
1: that turns on its own government for holding secrets. Right. Well, and Brian had brought up the point that, you know, why would they only contact one government? And my, the reason I had put it on, on social media is my thing is it's not just the U S government. There are multiple governments throughout the world that Supposedly, are are having these um, experiences and and um, contact with extraterrestrial life, and they're just not releasing it. Um, I I honestly think that within our lifetime, we are closer to destroying each other a- and others than we are for first contact or full disclosure. Right.
0: Well, and, and also I think, I agree, I think there are multiple governments that are participating in this and maybe uh, have had contact with extraterrestrial life. But I would go as far as to say that these government governments aren't necessarily specified to one country either. Uh, I think that there's a special sect that actually works together in these extraterrestrial cases And they correspond uh, and talk with each other on a regular basis, especially if these extraterrestrials are of the same race. Maybe not, but, you know, I, I think that I could be wrong. Of course, there's humanity has this thing about war and wanting to destroy each other. I don't know what it is, but, you know, it's a thing. So there's possibility that each side, wherever that side is, is trying to gain either a simply understanding extraterrestrial life, B, trying to uh, create weaponry based on what these extraterrestrials have, or C, trying to create a, 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 uh, a parliament with extraterrestrials so that to have them on their side if there were to be a bigger war in the future. Um, so there are those possibilities. Uh, but I would think also, at least when it comes to extraterrestrials, that maybe war with each other is less of a concern as it is with the human race going to war with something completely different that most of us have not experienced um and that's why they would come together to to discuss that and understand hey look right now we're all at each other's throats but if there's aliens that come down here and start blasting the hell out of everybody we're all stuck together on this you know
1: right well do you think, like, through the fiction that, that we've seen and stuff, do you think that there is ever a possibility of an alien race coming to um, conquer or harvest the Earth compared to just making first contact and communication?
0: No. No, because if, if so, it would have happened so long ago. There, What's the point of waiting, you know? Um, the longer they wait, the you can say the stronger humanity gets, but definitely the stronger humanity's weaponry gets. And that's something that extraterrestrials, I would imagine, wouldn't want to fight against. So if they had any inclination to conquer the world, they would do it before we had the, bil- the ability to fight fairly against them. Because I would imagine extraterrestrials have weaponry way beyond anything advanced that we have, just mm-hmm. would decimate everybody, you know? Um I mean, look at War of the Worlds, for example, the piece of fiction, right? But the way that that's written shows, at least in fictional terms, how much more advanced and strong an alien source outside of, or what would be outside of our planet, actually is. Completely, like human weaponry is ineffective, uh, and they just decimated the Earth over a matter of days. So, you know, and I would imagine that's what would happen today. So, I yeah, I think if. If they were to conquer, it would have happened already. I think the majority of these extraterrestrial sightings or UFO sightings or whatever are... Uh, is it benign? Is that the right word? Uh, you know, They're, they're not really um, interested in any type of yeah, warfare. Ben- or
1: benign, war. yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: they're not really interested in anything like that. I think they're just either... I, I honestly, personally, I don't even think they're studying anything. I think there's resources here on Earth that they're gathering they need in order to continue their exploration of the universe and i think that's the one thing that's similar between humans and whatever may be in these ufo devices we're all scientists in our own minds wanting to explore whatever that is that we're exploring
1: what about the anal probes though
0: yeah you know what um you know i think there's special individuals <laughs> both in the alien race and in the human, race, the human race that yep, just very true kind of enjoy that kind of thing i don't know and and I don't know what it is. Hey, you know what? Like I said, experimentation. Sometimes Anal that exploration.
1: Means... <laughs> My gosh, this will definitely be be an explicit episode. <laughs> All right. Well, um, any any other thoughts or ideas?
0: Uh, nothing
1: good. So I'm going to say no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, folks, next week, um, we are going to be just doing a down the rabbit hole episode. Um, so I think we'll kind of talk about something Eric came across. Um, and he shared with me, um, about, I believe that they're the moon eyed people, The moon eyed people. Um, Mm -hmm. yep. We'll kind of talk about that and kind of whatever else. We find fascinating for for next week, um, but the following week we will be having on Shelly, uh, I believe her last name is pronounced Care or Kyer. Uh, she wrote a book called "Blast from the Past: Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories." So make sure that uh, you're staying tuned to Paratruth Radio as long as or as well as all the other episodes on. Killerpodcasts.com and Evergreen Podcasts. Um, but until next week, where you'll find us, same time, same channel. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. Peace. This yes. is.
0: Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBooknerds. Nerds.
1: We hope you'll come and listen. And as always, happy, happy reading.
0: reading.